Hey everybody, welcome back to the Goblin Beat. We're continuing our Eberron campaign. I'm glad everybody is joining us today. However you're joining us, I'm not sure even sure how this podcast is getting out there anymore, to be honest with you. Danny could just be fooling us all. Could just, just be a total fake out. Nobody's listening. He's not recording it. Who knows? I'm going to publish these and just give me a, some time. To be you fair, it's it's only your grandma that listens to him, right? My grandma or Danny's grandma? I don't know. One of them. Someone's it's grandma. Not, if it's my grandma, she's listening to it in the ether. Whoa. Uh, that, is a, that is a strong signal right there. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, um, we're picking up where we left off. We completed pretty much, I think, all the initial quests based upon uh, our reading of the <coughs> local newspaper, The Salvation Times. Uh, and so we're going to be picking up tonight. I have a feeling we're probably going to be heading into the Mornlands to try to find our old friends who are missing there, but we'll see. Um, join us tonight, of course, playing our healer who also likes to inflict pain. Is 99 shades of sawbones. <laughs> yep. Yep. I'm hopefully I get to uh, poke my friends in the name of science tonight. So, yeah. For science. <laughs> exactly what I was going to say. Like a, Rick and, like a Rick and Morty episode. <laughs> that, was, that was so intentional. Pickle bones. <laughs> All right. Anyway. There you go. Also joining us tonight is Jesse. He will be playing the excitable, let nimble, gimbal. What up? He uh, he likes to blow things up. Uh, he's true. probably going to be very distraught when he finds out that his girlfriend is missing. Yes, in the very. Mornland. Yep. Super um, disappointed. And then we got John, who's going to be playing your dragonborn, pretends like he doesn't know common but knows how to cast spells because he's a caster of some kind <laughs> four facts the dragonborn sorcerer sorcerer i know he's not a wizard see i get confused i forget about sorcerers yeah sorry about that uh yeah i always remember wizards or warlocks for some reason sorcerer just mm. i don't know oh no then, it sounds kind of classist maybe and then you got me uh, playing a monk who likes to die. Uh, yes. Master Galanda with my faithful mount, Lucy the Fastiest. And running the whole thing and probably going to kill me tonight. Uh, Can I just say, every time you say, every time you say Fastiest, it makes me think of like Mike Tyson calling a, a marathon, <laughs> uh, you know, a cross country or track and field race. <laughs> he's the fastest. He's sure he's fastest. He's the fastest out there, guys. <laughs> that is funny. Uh, yeah. Hopefully, Mike Tyson doesn't listen to this. He's, he's our he number does. one. He'll probably come punch Matt in the face because oh, Matt yeah. totally was making fun of him. Well, as long as he gives me one of his tattoos now. <laughs> Facial tattoo. Dude, you with a face tattoo in court would be epic. Yeah, it would be epic. I know it would be would be hazardous to your career, but it would be epic. Yeah, you're not getting <laughs> on the Supreme Court with one of those puppies. 
Uh, I bet you could. Yeah, I'm not getting on the spring court anyway. <laughs> so, anyhow. All right. So where are we doing? Where are we at? Okay, I'm so you painting guys... a tombstone. <laughs> you guys have had a couple days, or a day's worth of rest at least, since you got back from your last adventure in the moorland. <clears throat> so we'll pick back up on uh, in Salvation, and I'll read some box text because everybody loves it when you read box text. Awesome. Yeah. So boxy. Dust swirls through the streets of salvation, billowing over the wooden boardwalks and coiling around the tin roof shacks. In the gray beyond, gray beyond, the pianist stops playing as the front door swings open and eddies of dust spin through the bar. A group of adventurers stand in the doorway, silhouetted against the noonday sun. And uh, What do you guys look like as you uh, amble in there? Oh, uh, I mean, I look like a strutting peacock because I got on my silks, you know, my feathered hat. And... Your halfling stature. Mm-hmm. Really, you're really uh, standing up tall so the gimbal feels short. Yeah. And that's what the feathers, too. Gotcha. What's gimbal look like walking in there? Where's gimbal there? Gimbal! What? <laughs> what, are you, what are you looking like strutting in? Uh, emotionally distraught after reading the paper. <laughs> okay, so Gimbal's walks starts in reading the newspaper. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about Vorthax? Uh, Vorthax walks in and uh, is surprised when the uh, when the doors swing shut and smack him in the butt. That gets him every time. So Vorthax is a dragonborn with was it blue and white or blue and red scales or something? Uh, like that? Uh, he, he he has white scales with blue markings. Okay, quite a gotcha. large fella with large heavy metal cuffs on his wrists. Okay, does he wear a robe or? Uh, blue? just kind of like uh, a, a modesty flap across okay. the front. Oh, I see. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Get, Who that's what I get for you say it's dressed like Borat? <laughs> Something like that. What about Sawbones? What does Sawbones look like walking in? Same as he always looks. Basically, just kind of like Robocop his way in. Uh, well, as far as Robocop walks, I guess. And uh, just kind of awkwardly, like just scanning the room back and forth, kind of like a like a radar tower, just turning his head. All right. I don't know if all of Not those... very subtle about it at all. Gotcha. All right. I don't know if all of those, especially uh, Gimbal, since I had to prompt him like six times, warrant it, but the adventure says that I have to give you all inspiration. So you can all have inspiration. What? Yay! <laughs> Feeling inspired. As you guys settle down, <clears throat> an orc enters the tavern and nails a parchment sheet to the salvage board on the ooh, wall. Ooh. It reads, Missing in the Mornland, the Gray Dogs, cash reward for rescue or recovery of missing crew. Speak oh, to the We're going to do that anyway. Now we can get paid. As the orc heads out the door, word is spreading that another salvage crew has gone missing in the gray. Also, the newspaper comes out about the same time. You guys can read it. It's issue 12. So who's offering the reward? 
Bellalore, whom you guys remember is a goblin salvage dealer in the market. You yeah, saved sure. her daughter. Right. Just as a reminder, Salva uh, Salvation is a crappy little sort of a old west town kind of style on the edge of the gray in Bree, Breland, Breland. Population about 400, uh, about 398 now because I think a couple of people died last adventure. <coughs> Breland, that's next to the Shire, right? That's, that's just Bree. Breland oh. is totally different. Okay. That's pretty much the thing. All right. Uh, <laughs> uh, there's, uh, you know, everybody's allowed to plunder the ruins of Seer. And there is a self appointed sheriff named Sheriff that is a Warforge. Right. And you guys frequent the nicest in slash tavern in town, the Grey Beyond, which is classified as poor. Wait a minute. So, so sheriff is self-appointed. She's not even an elected official. That's right. No. Mm -hmm. No. Her, just her name. Her name is sheriff. That is not her title. <laughs> what? I don't understand how government works in in this part of the world. Well, government in Salvation is listed as none. So there you go. Although it is ostensibly part of Breland, if I can say that word. Ostensibly. Yeah, it's the Wild West, man. Yeah. Well, that was, that was a $3 word. Give yourself some DM inspiration. All right. And I guess I'm you, guys, well, you guys do not have uh, any hero tokens because you have not yet been heroic. So. What? Yeah, so I'll take that away. Um, it looks like not all of you are even in the game. Also, by the way. John, <laughs> excuse me. What? Well, I'm in there. I've got my character sheet open. Uh, it doesn't show you as being out here to me. Uh, let me let me refresh my map. Maybe I'll. But I said, well, I did the same. But I still love technology. Yes, I'll see you. Hmm. Uh, oh, I know what it is. What it is. in under the DM account. Oh, well, yeah, that would do it. Good thing I wasn't looking at everything. <laughs> All right. So, um, so that's what happens. Uh, what's, yeah, what is Gimbal's reaction? I guess all of you know her, but Gimbal knows her the most or the best. Hang on a second. Gimbal. Come back to me. Gimbal, Gimbal needs a second. Right, yeah, I need a moment. He's, he's collecting moment. himself. Collecting myself. Yeah, I need a moment. I mean, I'm, I'm definitely upset about it. I'm not happy. Gimbal is just staring ashen-faced at the thing. What, what does everybody else want Basically, to say? Yeah, he's speechless. First Here's time Gimby. ever. For the first time ever. Yo, Gimby, man. Are you all right? You need a drink? Yes, lots. Hey, uh, we need a pitcher over here. <laughs> okay. All right. So you guys order a pitcher of ale. All right. I'm going to say that costs a silver piece. All right. I'll take it off mine. It's mostly water anyway, probably. <clears throat> All right. So you guys get that. Uh, start drinking. 
Things start to seem a little bit better after a couple of glasses of that, a couple of cups, mugs, whatever. Gimby, man, listen up. The best thing that we can do is go find her. I completely agree. You should go now. All right, let's go. <laughs> um, Marster tell, informs you that uh, it will be irresponsible to uh, drink and ride, so he's going to have to wait. Until he, until he feels good enough to ride the dinosaur. Um, did the uh, posting say that we need to report to Bellalure or just? <coughs> I said uh, speak to Bellalure. Salvage market. Cash reward for rescue. Or recovery. All right. Uh, so is that what we're doing, guys? Why not? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So you guys head to the salvage market. Oh, you were right there just in time to remember that the salvage market is a dirt floor warehouse <laughs> built from scorched wood planks salvaged from the moorland. It reeks of dust, sweat, oil, and other things. In here is um, where the town's brokers do business from behind their armored counters, normally with uh, mercenaries standing around them. They have paid. Danny, at this point, um, for myself and Jesse's character, the things that we did during second level, um, have we already made it and, and yep. infused those things? Yep, you could have done that. Or do we need to do that now? Yep, you could have done that during your uh, downtime. You have like a day or so. Okay, I just wanted to make sure. Okay. Yeah. I'm uh, picking through the junk and see if I can find uh, something uh, rare or useful. All right. So he, start, he starts shopping. Is everybody else going to Bell of the Wars, uh, stall? Yeah. All right. All right. When I get uh, there this time, uh, I, uh, I just go on up the ladder first. Okay. I don't let the little guys go first. <laughs> All right, it creaks and groans and uh, crackles a little bit, but you get up there just fine. Danny, when I recognize no one else is doing what I'm doing, I'm then follow after. <laughs> okay. All right, we'll say you're following like 15 feet behind because he thought you, he forgot they were there for the other thing, or else you didn't realize that was why. So you were just shopping. <clears throat> All right. Just trying to make uh, it look as nonchalant as possible. <laughs> right. He looked down and start. He looked back to say something about what you found. And nobody's there. He just mm -hmm. put it down and try to nonchalantly walk quickly to catch up. All right. Your uh, servo motors whirring. All right. Uh, Bellalore looks uh, harried as you guys get in there, but she looks the same way. You guys were there when you guys were there last. She looks and says, "Oh." Fellas, what are you guys doing here? Did you, uh, you didn't happen to come here because of the gray dogs, did you? Indeed. Oh. We're, we're friends with their leader from the war days. Ah, oh, with Callie? Yes. Oh, shoot. She and the gray dogs, they, they've been my best, best salvage crew since they got here last summer. Um, I'm really, really concerned they haven't made it back. Yeah, we're also worried. Uh, Gimbal and I, we know how capable Kelly is from our, from our, you know, from our days working with her, back in the d darker times. Well, they are they are extremely capable. Um, 
so if you guys want to take the job, um, it's yours to have. They uh, they went to Kalazart. Have you heard of it? Take that as a no. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was just, I'm just trying to ask the answer. I was just trying to give somebody else a chance. Should based we? On, should we know what that is? Uh, based on your blank stares, if you if you read the newspaper, I think it was mentioned. Uh, <laughs> well, clearly, I didn't read the newspaper. No, I mean, I read. Wait a minute! You literally just role played that your guy was reading the newspaper. <laughs> well, yeah, but obviously he's distraught. <laughs> he just read the one, right? <laughs> so, what, what did she say again about the about the ash hounds? The ash hounds, the greyhounds. Yeah, no, the the gray dogs. There's the, the ash hounds and the gray dogs. Yeah, the gray dogs. Yeah. She said yeah. that the gray dogs have been her best salvage crew since they got here last summer. Yeah, I thought she said something again after that. She said they. Uh, uh, they went to uh, Calizart. Is where I sent them. To, uh, <clears throat> there's a fireweave bazaar there that's supposed to have the like the best textile, textiles in the whole nation of Seer. And I thought, you know, they could grab up some of those and bring them back and be easy money. Yeah, we knew about Calizart from the Salvation Times. I, I wasn't aware of what the value of Calizart was. Ah, yeah, it was. It was a uh, fairly large city. Um, but the, the bazaar is like uh, close to the entrance to the city gate, so I thought it would be you know easiest place to to explore. So it's an abandoned bazaar with all these goods left over, hopefully. Exactly. Okay. Anyway, they uh, <clears throat> they haven't returned, and, and uh, you know I'm really concerned about it. Um, I can give you give you names and descriptions of all of them. I mean, you already know Callie, but I can give you the rest, and. Uh, if you can return all of them, uh, or at least their gear, if they're gone, um, I can give you guys 50 gold pieces each. Mm. So while, while she's talking, Vorthax uh -huh. picks up a piece of junk that's laying on the table. Mm -hmm. He sniffs it, and he uh, bites it gently, and he just says, Bazaar. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Bones uh, looks around at the things that are available and say, would you add a discount? <laughs> Dude, 50 gold pieces each. Uh, no, no, I can't really, especially if they don't make it back with some, some gear, I can't, I really can't afford to give discounts uh, if I'm going to be paying you guys 200 gold pieces. So 50 gold pieces each to bring them back. Right. Yep. And if we bring back wares, then additional for that? Um, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, if we can just get them back, that would be, uh, that would be great. Sure. No, 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 I'm just saying, but if we're there and there's the stuff you sent them for originally and we can get it, you know, obviously you would still want that. <laughs> sure. Yeah. But uh, but uh, yeah, mainly I just I just want them back at this point. So, did they tell talk to you at all about what the plans were about how to get to Calizart or anything? Yeah, uh, starting it's, place. It's pretty. Uh, well, it used to be pretty straightforward to get there because it was on you know on the, the main road. 
in. Um, it's about 80 miles into the Mornland, so it takes a few days to get there. Oh, yeah. But uh, <clears throat> now they just, I mean, you know, they never tell me exactly how they're going to do it. They just always go in and come back with the loot. Gray dogs have, uh, you know, always kind of come through till, until now. Did anything seem different this time? Nope. Just uh, going to Calizart, which is, uh, you know, a new place. Right. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, we'll, uh, we'll go check it out. Oh, uh, uh, Garunda was looking for you. He goes, Garunda! Garunda! She yells a couple times. And then uh, you guys hear clanking and shuffling and some uh, something explodes uh, in the back part of the her little office area. <clears throat> And Garuda oh. comes comes trundling out. Guys, how's it going? Hey, good. How about you? Uh, pretty good, pretty good, pretty good. I mean, you know, I'm safe at home for the most part. So I say, staying out of trouble. Yep. Hey, um, I made some uh, some potion, and I, I thought I could give you guys some of it as thanks for uh, helping me out. I am a grateful goblin. Legacy event. <laughs> How'd that be? <laughs> That'd be great. That last part was a little weird. <laughs> it's kind of like a yeah. badge that just appeared on the screen. Just yeah. graceful goblin. Yeah. She's been unlocked. Yeah. Grateful, dude. Not graceful. She uh, hmm. she reaches into her, her little, uh, little box thing that's attached to her belt and pulls out <clears throat> some potions and hands one to each of you. They're potions of clairvoyance. You ever used one? I can't no. say that I have. They're pretty cool. They let you see an area nearby that you've uh, either seen before or or maybe a person or something. It's pretty neat. So if we've seen a person before and are close by, we will be able to see them using this potion? I don't know. You can try it. Okay. Uh, let's see if I can, uh, Probably the more well-connected you are with the person, the better chance you'd have of seeing them. Let me see if I can uh, pop this up so you guys can so see it. So best use when you're trying try to play an invisibility yeah. joke on you. I looked it up. It just does the clairvoyance spell. Yeah. So uh, you can see a location you're familiar with uh, up to a mile away. Uh, uh, yeah, it's just a location, so it's not necessarily a creature. <laughs> an eyeball bobs in this yellowish liquid but vanishes when the potion is opened. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it fixes it. get the eyeballs. That walks out <laughs> super smooth. Don't worry about it. It's probably a metal eyeball. <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. It spins around a couple times, you know, in, the, in there and, and looks at different things while you guys are holding them up. You, you, ever, heard of a, you ever heard of a guy named Mad-Eye Moody? Um... Nope, sounds like my kind of guy, though. Yeah, mine too. Well, thank you. This is unexpected and generous. Hey, you gotta save me. Vortex uh, holds up his his vial and looks at it, and he just says, "Bizarre." <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's learned a word of common. Yeah, something like that. All right, well, we'll take the contract. 
and definitely uh, we'll head out uh, probably uh, in the morning. Okay, yeah, Bella Lore says, okay, just, yeah, as soon as you can get out there, there's no telling. I just hope they're okay. Yeah, so do we. All right. So uh, it's probably like one in the afternoon, something like that, so you guys have plenty of time to, if you want to buy anything, get any supplies, set up equipment or responsibilities. How much was the... um... Mean old priestess selling her healing potions for. Uh, I think she said, gold. what, 50? Yeah, 50 gold pieces. Oh, Lord, never mind. Yeah, I mean, that's like way too much. We could go steal them. <laughs> well, we could have them if we would, if uh, we'd turn those people in. Yeah, well, we got another bonus instead, remember? <clears throat> Trying you get to, to use Wiss to disguise us with eight hours' notice. Automatic twenty-two on her roll. Well, that'll uh, do us a lot of a lot of good when we're dead because we didn't have a potion of healing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I, I couldn't understand you since you don't speak common. I, I whispered that. <laughs> uh, all right. So, anything you guys want to get? Uh, a wagon, a uh, pack mule, uh, a ladder. A simple ladder? <laughs> uh, is that a hand? I'm all of a sudden worried that we might need a ladder <laughs> or something. Excellent. Maybe three ladders, just, just saying. So seriously, you guys aren't down for trying to steal those, uh, those potions? I don't want to... No. All right. I guess we'll rest up and head out in the morning then. Yeah, Danny, um, hmm. could uh, how much is a donkey? Eight a gold. A donkey. Eight gold. <laughs> yeah. A donkey. A donkey's eight gold. There you go. As as opposed to a pony. Is a mule also eight gold? A, a pony is thirty gold. Oh, really? A mule. a mule is also eight. Yeah, let's get a mule. You, you could rent a mule. That way you could beat it and not feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Beat it like you rented it. <laughs> it's just a donkey. Uh, I just want to get a mule. Mm-hmm. All right, there's a. Uh... You guys want to throw in with me on this mule? We're all going to be using it. Sure. Do we How get to keep? It? Do we get to keep the copper mug? Wait, are we? Um, buying I thought we were talking about a dark sun mule. Why? No. What? No. Totally different. Uh, I mean, I just think... mule. By the way, eight gold. All right. uh, so each. Hey, John, does that include tack? It does not. How much is tack? So why not just two a piece? Uh, bit and bridle, another two gold pieces. No. Bags. Uh, bags? Four gold pieces. <laughs> bags are making, expensive. You're just making shit up at this point. I am not. So now we're up to 14. 
bags or four like, pieces. We don't have a way to carry things out you know well i mean obviously if a bag if the bags are four and the damn mule is eight no wonder we can't carry anything bags are stupid expensive <laughs> i'm pretty <laughs> sure this is carrier can make some mechanized bags pretty 14. quickly well you can put your backpack on the mule and then you're not toting it well again i think four is excessive how much is a cart like two Fifteen gold pieces for a cart. Lies, I can make one. Carts, carts, probably a better deal than uh, the bags at four gold pieces a pop. Exactly. If you guys each to toss in three, I'll toss in, and that'll get us the mule with the tack in the bag. Well, hold on. I'll toss in one. I already put in one, two, so I'll do one more. So how much do I owe? Three. Three. Each one of y'all does three, I'll do five. That'll get us the mule with the bags and the tack. Okay. A place in town with a sign on it that says Provisioner. It's on Main Street in between the chapel and the playhouse. So uh, you guys know where that is. It's actually close to the salvage market there as well. Look, yeah, I was like, look, we don't need your finest mule. We just need a mule that's not close to dying. We don't need your finest tack. We just need something that'll work. But why are you bags that don't have holes? In them. We're already paying market rate. I'm just saying. Uh, oh, I've got a recently rented mule. I can give you for seven gold pieces. No, we want the best one for eight. <laughs> All right, I was gonna say it's it's got some <laughs> some lumps on it. <laughs> no, <laughs> they beat it pretty good. Eight. Just give, just give me a regular mule. Just make sure it's not a talking mule, okay? Unless his name is Eeyore, then it's acceptable. He doesn't yeah. talk now, but if you if you take him into the Mornland, I can't make any promises. <laughs> True enough. All right. Good deal. <clears throat> all right, all right. Wait a minute. I'm, and also, uh, Danny, I need to convert those. Um, Why do we need a mule that can carry things when one of you guys can do bag of holding? Because that would take up one of the slots for an infusion. Don't all want right. to do that. Okay. Um but yeah, so the arrows that we got, I'm going to convert those to bolts. Okay. So you got if, 20 As long bolts. as no one has a problem with that. I don't have a problem with it. Okay. Um, so if you guys look on your map here, you can actually see Calazart. I was going to say, is it east or west? It is east. East of Salvation. Uh, okay, it didn't, it didn't have a... Got it. Can you see the name there? Is the name no. Okay. I no, I can't see the name. I can fix that for you. Shoot. Can you? I'll fix that up right good. Just go go over here and say you got on the token layer. No, oh, okay. Yeah, I see it now. Oh yeah. No, wait, not the token layer. Dang it. Dang it, Bobby. But I can see it now. Yep. I put it on the map layer. That way, I don't accidentally move it. All right, so there's that's Calazart on the map. Um, so yeah, you guys, I mean, if you can just try to follow the road, it's almost impossible to do. You guys know this, having been to the Morn Land more than once. <clears throat> if you do your best to follow the road, uh, that should lead you there. Well, we'll do our best. It's probably not good enough, but let's give it a shot anyway. All right, that's a road and not a lightning road. It's a road. The lightning rail used to run. Is, 
through there, but it is uh, busted up. For the yeah. lightning rails, those are outlined in yellow. Yeah, that's right. Yep. Okay. Is there one that comes right into Salvation? It sure does. It is. Yeah, well, hmm. although there is no uh, there is no service into Salvation. Has to go to you have to go to Vatheron. Yep. If you wanted to catch a ride in the lightning rail. Ride the lightning. That's probably a terrible slogan. I hope they don't use that. Uh, probably not. All right. You guys ready to go next day? Mm -hmm. Next morning? All right. Anybody need to do anything else before you guys leave? I mean, I might have to pee. All right. Take a leak. Got it. Everybody's got food. It's going to be at least six days, three days there, three days back. That's hustling. Yeah, I've got food. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. All right. Six. So you guys head out, uh, probably trying to move as quick, swiftly as you can, considering you guys are worried about your friends or your friend. Anyway, oh, uh, Bellalore gave you guys the names and descriptions of uh, Callie's buddies, if you guys want those. Uh, uh, I, I can type them up if you want me to. I got it. Okay. Dervo Tellus. Um, let's do this. Uh, here we go. We will paste it into the, the old is, chat. What are you rolling there, Brandon? Oh, I got, I got something here for for our good Dragonborn friend. Here you go. This is for you, man. It's uh, so it's Dervo the dwarf, Nilla. She's a halfling. Sprocket, who's a warforged, and Tendal, so human. Did you catch that, Alvazar? Did it play? I did not catch that. I didn't. Y'all didn't hear it. Hold on. That's probably one of my most hated songs of all time. Please don't. Oh, yeah, I sort of heard it. Sort of. Uh, Kryptonite's still on mine. Oh well. All right. So anyway, it's Callie and then uh, four others, baby, including a Warforged, because everybody, every good party has to have a Warforged in it. Oh yeah, I'll be. Otherwise, why are you even in Eberron? Let's be honest. I mean, we're just so cuddly. Why not? I mean, that's why we signed on Sawbones, right? Mm -hmm. So that we would be a legit group. Uh, you just wanted your token Terminator as well. Legit, mm. legit Eberronian group. Okay, so uh, you guys are going to try to make this trek to uh, uh, Kalazart. Everybody, as you guys are heading out that first day, give me a survival or navigator's tool check with disadvantage because as you guys walk into the uh, fog banks and encircle the ruined nation of Seer, strange shadows slip through the mist, distorted voices bellow from afar, and a supernatural chill reaches deep inside you. Beyond this border, a twilight landscape of blasted battlefields stretches as far as the eye can see. So what check are we making with disadvantage? Survival or navigator's tools. I'm feeling good about this. All right, so uh, Marster, you're able to keep everybody on track during the day this day. Um, everybody uh, roll me a d20 as you travel through the Mornland today. 
Uh, Alright, nothing 20. unusual happens uh, to anyone other than Sawbones this day. Uh, uh, did Sawbones even roll a d20? I did. He whispered it to me. Oh, it's on Whisper. How the hell did I do that? Oh, yeah, I was confused. It was a, he rolled a five. Dude, stop whispering to the DM. <laughs> but then he needs my sweet nothings whispered into his ear. Uh, at some point during the day, you guys uh, noticed that he started sprouting hair on his back and shoulders, and, <laughs> and it keeps it keeps uh, keeps growing and then falling out uh, in patches. It's like uh, sort of a, a blonde, bristly hair on his back and shoulders. It's pretty disturbing. That is weird. Yeah, I'm sorry. I can't really comprehend that. What? Yeah, it's like growing, growing like out of the wooden parts of his body. It's like this uh, uh, sort of, uh, sort of like the color of wheat almost. It's growing out of a, out of him and like flaking and falling off. Dude, it's what's like, going on? Are you doing that on purpose? What are you referring to? You're growing stuff. Sawbones stops and kind of looks at his hands, body. Do I see the hair on the front side? Um, if you turn your head like, all the way over and look at your, one of your shoulders, you can see it on the top, on the back side of your shoulders. Fascinating. Can you guys like run diagnostics or something? <laughs> I can't. I could help. Sawbones looks over at Jesse's character. What did you do? <laughs> uh, Rogaine? <laughs> Propecia. <laughs> Miracle Grow? Yeah. Sawbones takes to see if he can grab like one of the hairs and like pull it out. Like what mm. happens when he tries to pull it out? Uh, it comes that. out it comes out when it hurts. It hurts? Yeah. Like, uh, Sawbones has no point of reference, but for a human or halfling or anything with hair, it would feel like, you know, someone pulled out one of your hairs. Strange. Calm down there, dude. Mm. Interesting. <laughs> hmm. Well, I'll examine it out. later. Let's continue. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe when we get back in town, the ladies will want to... Well, you guys make it through that day. Uh, you don't run into anything untoward, thanks to uh, Marster keeping you guys on the track, even though we're real having trouble seeing it. You're welcome. So the second day, everybody, give me another roll. Survival. Another survival roll. Yeah, with disadvantage. Is there any way to not have a disadvantage? No, it's the more land makes it hard to know what's going on. Again, Marster is able to keep you guys <laughs> on track. He's obviously adept at navigating the Mornland already. Mm-hmm. Because no one welcome. else is. Look at those rolls. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. 
was a, a six, a three, a two, and then his twelve. Got, All right, but you guys, guys, stop wandering off. <laughs> wandering off, easily <laughs> distracted. Squirrel. Everybody, <laughs> give me another uh, d twenty roll. I really don't want to now. Oh God. This is much more interesting so far. I just need one from, uh, one from Gimbal. What's up? Sorry. What did you say? Oh, all right. Sorry. Oof. Excellent. Excellent. Oof. Excellent. All right. So, uh, uh, Vorthax, um, you, at one point during the day, you don't believe Marster when he tells you not to go a certain way, and you go anyway. And you get stuck in a bog. And by the time you get pulled out, you've lost a piece of equipment. Uh, you choose which piece of equipment it is. What? You lose a single item of equipment. Your choice. Okay. Uh, I'm going to uh, I'm going to lose one of my two daggers. All right. Was, one, was it a dagger that you brought with you from home? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that stinks. <laughs> Do you not have something less valuable you could lose? It's too late. Um. <laughs> okay, sawbones. I'm not getting rid of these crude maps I've been drawing with crayons. <laughs> you know, like a tinderbox, maybe? I mean, uh, uh, It's too late. Sawbones, in addition to the strange hair-like growths that keep growing and falling out of your body still, uh, you've now developed some sort of a, uh, a mossy fungus, which is... <laughs> You need to spread over your clothes and equipment. <laughs> You're slowly turning into a, like, I don't know, a shrub or something. Is he is he hitting puberty? <laughs> <laughs> you guys know what this is? <laughs> Throughout the day, he's just getting more, and more <laughs> moss covering his clothes. <laughs> I am Groot. I am Groot. Right. <laughs> Noisy meat. What did you do? Don't use that language. All right. When you say don't use that language, uh, Marster, <clears throat> the word, the sentence uh, refuses to uh, fade away. It just keeps repeating and circles around your head. Actually, you can hear it, and everybody else can hear it too, just over and over again. So uh, for the rest of the day, <clears throat> you and anybody within 10 feet of you has disadvantage on stealth checks as the <laughs> sentence will not go away. That's weird. Can I change the sentence to be something a little more cool? Nope. Unfortunately, you cannot. Uh, Gimbal, while uh, while you're waiting for uh, them to pull the, the dragonborn out of the, the water, because you can't get him out, you're too small, you turn around and look, and there's a skeleton standing next to you. Oh, boy. Mm. It's just staring at you like... Uh, uh, almost like at standing at attention, maybe. It has like a sword and stuff, but it's standing standing there like uh, you were in the army, so you recognize it looks like it's standing, yeah, like a, like a soldier standing at attention. Hmm. Uh, salute. It salutes you back. Hmm. Follow me. <laughs> It, it salutes again and then, like, uh, like uh, uh, marches around till it's standing behind you. 
Very good. Can we see this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you start walking like over to other other folks or down the road or whatever. It, it, uh, it marches along behind you about three feet, five feet behind you, something like that. Shit, dude, you got a skeleton following you. Don't be afraid. You can. Uh, so you. This is an actual skeleton. You can use a bonus action to command it uh, on your turn in combat. What? Yep. Sweet. That's insane. What's he holding? Uh, let's see. He has a, couple, a rusty short sword and a short bow with a couple of dingy arrows. Okay. And and a bag of weed. <laughs> Weeds? No, that's what's growing on Bogus. Yeah. It's natural uh, camouflage. <laughs> All right. Uh, so you guys make it through the day. Um, uh, so that second, after that second day, you guys have gone a little over 50 miles. You know, you're pushing kind of hard, so, so maybe about 55 or so. You should wait make a, it. Wait a minute. So, So this skeleton just stays with us? Yeah, it just follows whatever my orders. New pet, bro. Whatever orders Gimbal gives it, it follows them. Yeah. Yeah. So Bogus got a fungus. And Jesse mm-hmm. got a pet skeleton. Right. Oh, you've, got a, you've got a sentence that follows you around wherever you go. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so for the rest of the day, uh, you guys travel to the sound of Matt's sentence. Just. Uh, repeating itself over and over and over again. You can't get yeah, away with, away from it unless you stand more than 10 feet away from Gimbal. Uh, so Gimbal can't get away from it at all. Uh, end of the day, everybody uh, give me a oh, hmm, constitution check, save. Constitution save. That doesn't sound good at all. Sawbones rocked it with a critical success. Yep. Rolled a 22. You said a con? Yeah, con save. Hey, look, we're twinsies. All right. uh, Vorthax and Sawbones have no trouble getting to sleep. Um, Marster has has a hard time getting to sleep. Uh, Gimbal has a hard time... Uh, sleeping until he tells the skeleton to uh, pick him up and carry him away from Marster so that he can sleep better. <laughs> and then he sleeps like a baby. Um, nice. But you guys make it through the night. The next morning, the sentence has finally left uh, Marster. Um, Sawbones looks like Swamp Thing. And, <laughs> and, uh, and the skeleton is still there. All right. Um, everybody give me one more survival check. Yeah, so Vorthax is really weirded out by the skeleton thing following us. Yeah. That's my boy, Blue. But if we could only understand and hear it from himself. (laughs) How's everybody else feeling about the skeleton thing? I mean, all things being equal, I'm feeling all right with it right now. Mm. Sawbones is... 
Space identifying as absent meat. I mean, to me, it's just sort of it's Gimby's problem. It's obviously the skeleton of a uh, of a soldier of some sort. It could be from Karnath. You know, they actually use skeletons as soldiers. Uh, but for whatever reason, it has recognized Gimboy as its commanding officer. Um, okay, so it looks like uh, Marster got a 3, Gimbal got a 2, Vortex got a 9, and Sawbones got a 13 on the survival checks. Sawbones is becoming one with the the land, and he's able to guide you guys to Kalazart. Yay! Way to go, Tin Man. I mean, Swamp Thing, I mean, whatever. <laughs> A, you guys are all able to follow him because he's leaving a trail of uh, hair as it falls out and continues to regrow. Over That's and over just again. so strange. <laughs> I wonder if he's flammable. You could try to set him on fire, I guess. All right. So uh, towards the later part of the day, late afternoon, which is hard to tell, in the morning, honestly, things just go from darkish gray to darkerish gray as it goes from day to night. <clears throat> you guys arrive at the ruined city of Kalazart. It looms through the gray haze. Towering tenements reach for the heavens, pockmarked impact craters, and fungal growths, much like those on your friend. The Fireweave Bazaar lies just inside the city walls, a sprawling marketplace with a faded canopied roof. Junk is strewn throughout the market's main thoroughfare, and its windowed shop fronts are covered in grime. I have a feeling this is going to be no problem. <laughs> Uh-oh. Doodly-oo, doodly-oo, doodly-oo. Doodly-oo, doodly-oo. Okay, on that note, uh, somebody roll initiative for me if it comes up. Go refresh. Uh, really? Right, right when you get here. Ooh. All right. Well, I guess I didn't we want to miss about... all the exciting con rolls. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, before he, you leave, there's a, as you guys walk up here to the entrance, you see a grimy map of the Fireweave Bazaar that's mounted on the wall here. Oh, that much could of be its surface, Much of its surface is rotted away, but some stores are still identifiable, and someone has scratched crosses or X's over certain shops on the map. And I will show it to you. Uh, who's listening to the news? Sounded like the Twilight Zone. You can and you can go refresh your beverage while everyone else studies the map here, man. Fine, you guys are in charge of the map. <laughs> All right, so here you see the map of the Fireweave Bazaar. Uh, it's got places like Message Station, Hounds of Baracus, Land of Leather, and uh, hey, hey. A number of them are X'd out. Um, yeah. Talk amongst yourselves. Wait, so how right. do you... This bottom left-hand corner of it here that's opened up as kind of like a trapezoid, that's where you guys are standing now. Okay. So, I mean, I would guess that probably the gray dogs were marking the places they had visited. And if they returned and marked it, then they probably 
didn't find anything or salvaged whatever was there. Well, there's some things that have question marks. It looks like Where's you have to that? go some... Oh, the carpet realm? And the, the horde, too. Oh, yeah, I see that. Well, that, that would be the places I would probably check first if we're looking for... Well, we should we could check the first two as well, just to be sure. Yeah. Could all be a trick. Most likely it is. Everything's so confusing here. <laughs> In the land of non-dragon folk. Yes. <laughs> you guys do some weird things. Like, who wants a whole store full of carpet? <laughs> They are supposed to have fine textiles here. Your claws just tear it up anyway. Uh, that's true. <laughs> it's a waste of money. <laughs> that's funny. All right, so what are you guys thinking here? Um, well, I mean, I guess let's go check out that dragon's horde simply because that sounds lucrative. And not at all dangerous. No. And uh, we can peek in the millers and the rockworks as we go by. Does that sound good? Sure. All right. Well, uh, have at it, fellas. Uh, so you're on the map here. I found this on uh, the interwebs. It was like. Somebody had made this map for this adventure. So, huh. so, so you should definitely check out the X'd out places first, right? No, no, no. The question marks is where we're going first. Because if they came back and X'd it out, that means they already checked it. I know. I was, I was kidding. No. Sorry. I didn't know if you were here for our discussion. I'm, I still I wasn't, wanna... but I came to the same conclusion. All right, so based on the map, the first place we're going to come to that has a question mark is the horde. Yeah, the dragon's horde. I walked 30 feet forward, Danny. I'm going to peek in the rock works. All right, you see, um, uh, well, it's probably a fairly nice establishment at some point. Uh, Looks like it's been kind of turned over once or twice. Uh, You see some bloodstains. Maybe a spare body part or two, but nothing really of interest from the doorway there. All right. I just kind of said nothing. You said nothing of interest? Right. All right. I'll just signal to the others. Let's keep going. We're not trying to sneak at all. Could. Do you want to? I mean, I can. It's a thing that I'm, I can do. If you want to, you can. Vortex yeah, is not, bones Vortex is not afraid. <clears throat> All right, good for you. Very nice. All right, so you're going to stealth your way up through there, Marster. Yeah. Where are you heading? 
Look over to here, I'm guessing. Yeah, because that's where the dragon toy should be, right? Yep. What can I see from there? Um, yeah, you can see in the, um, this crowded store contains a pristine collection of lanterns, decorative figures, and ornament, ornamental glass sculptures. Everything else in here is covered in a layer of dust. Oh, this is one of those stores in the mall that had like the crystal balls and the pewter dragons in it, right? Yeah, yeah, it's like that. This is not anything that we were here for. Uh, I tell everybody what's in there and say it doesn't look like anything we're looking for. Is that a dragon chess board back there? Um, it looks like it might be, yeah. All right, Vorthax wants to check that out. <clears throat> I like to play dragon chess. All right, yeah, that's back back here in this back on this table here. Yeah. All right, you get uh, you get there and start looking at it, and you uh, feel suddenly feel a feeling of uh, superiority coming from somewhere around you. Superiority. Yes. Uh, is there something? Something is uh, making you feel like it's superior to you. It's close uh, by. This is confusing. Uh, <laughs> like, in what way do I feel something superior? Like, in my brain? In your is, brain? Am I yeah. having a physical reaction? Okay. In your brain pan. All right. Well, then I'm gonna I'm gonna look around and see if I can. <clears throat> what is causing this. All right, you can give me a perception check. I rolled a 12. All right, you don't see anything. All right, so, <coughs> then, uh, so that's weird. You get, a, you get an emotion of like uh, protectiveness, like something doesn't want you to touch that chessboard. Uh, okay, well, that is a very uh, specific feeling. I guess I will <laughs> not touch it. Do we notice um, anything amiss from his behavior, Danny? He just, he just kind of stops moving for a second and sort of looks, starts looking around, confused. Yeah. Uh, so I'm just going to tell them now. I'm going to be like, uh, something gives me the ebes in here. Yeah, come on out. All right. So when I looked at the, the dragon chest set, was it nice? It's fairly nice, yeah. I mean, it's uh, it's also not covered in dust like most of the stuff in here is. Mm, that's probably a bad sign. Hmm. Hey, uh, bucket of bolts. Look around in there. Can can look around in there. Bucket of bolts. Mm. All right. Can't you cast detect magic? Ten, twenty, thirty. You prefer me to make door. it glow or to heal you later? Never mind. All right, let's go uh, check out. Been, I think I can do a ritual for ten minutes. Can I? Well, let's, let's just head up north and see if the carpet matches. The... <laughs> I'm I'm still curious about this thing, though. Well, we John, can, can you complete that line for me that Matt almost did. What's that? Do you remember how to say it correctly? Uh, the carpet matches the what? I said drapes. You no, know, it's a joke. Well. Years ago, what John did before. <laughs> I'm an idiot. Okay. 
<laughs> do, All right. do, the, do, the, do the curtains match the drapes? <laughs> no, they don't. All right. All right. Uh, I still want to check out this chess set, guys. All right, we'll go. That's not really what we're here for, man. Yeah, but it looks so nice. It it doesn't matter. Look, we're here for that material she asked for. We're here to find the gray dog. Neither one of those is in that place. Okay. Just looked really cool. Check it on the way out. Yep, I might. Okay, so where are we going now? To Up the to the carpet, carpet room. All right, 10, All right. 20 feet to there. Right, there's a sign above the store that reads Carpet Realm. Through the grimy windows, you can see rugs and carpets stretching back into the gloom. The corpse of a human scavenger sprawls near the entrance. Ooh, human like, scavenger. Like how, how new of a corpse? Uh, freshish. Is it a, a male human? Anything that we've recognized from the description of the Grey Dogs group? Right, that's what I was looking at. It is a human male that would fit Tandall's description. Uh-oh. Uh, but it's, it's obviously a corpse. He's obviously dead. Yep. Mm. All right, I'll, I'll tell the others what we see. Let me see if I can get a, a, a body to put there for you. Uh, here, this. That's pretty good. Any uh, <laughs> apparent cause? Of, that's nice. Nice. <laughs> any any apparent cause of death? Uh, lack of cardiovascular function. That's what you, <laughs> that's what you can tell from there. Uh, so he's just right inside the doorway then. All right, perception check, maybe? Yeah. Uh, if you want to go in there, I mean, you're going to have to go up, up to him, then you can use like a medicine roll to try to figure out what killed him. No, no, just for, on the room in general. Oh, I see. Yeah, before we walk in. Can the rest of us look as well? Well, yeah, you can all give it a, get an eyeful of it if you want to. All right, I rolled a 17. Um, there's carpets and rugs and uh, like a stool in there. Anything fitting the description of what the uh, well, scrapper was looking for? I mean, just textiles. You know, she was just looking for loot. You know, you know that's what, that's what they're looking for. All right. Well, let's figure out what happened to Dead Boy here. I'm going to... Step in here and uh, motion sawbones. <laughs> sawbones. I'm assuming he knows more about medicine than I do. All right. All right. I can make a medicine check. Sawbones. Um... Oh. Sends out a spike and basically punches the body with it. <laughs> uh, with a four, 
Um, it looks like his body stopped working. But oh, here we go. Everybody rolls initiative as a thing happens. I hate it when things happen. No, for the first time, I'm not the guy standing in there. It's a thing. All right, who are we missing here? Sawbones, uh, Gimbal. Need your initiative. I'm not fighting Ben Grimm. Wait, what happened? I walked away for a minute. <laughs> we, had, we had to fight Ben Grimm. You got to roll initiative. Oh, great. Walk away for two minutes and we're rolling initiative. <clears throat> yep. What'd you do? <laughs> we we walked into a room with a dead body. Well, that's it. always a good sign to get what yourself that? killed. It would look like one of the guys. So? He's dead. Right. We had to make sure. Well, you are uh, supposed to bring back their, their gear if they're dead. So. All right, well. And we did look first. That's true. They we did all perceive, except for you, because you had stepped away. All right. Are you going to do initiative, or are you just fed up with initiative? What are you saying? I'm going to assume Gimbal's fed up with initiative. All right, hang on. <laughs> I'm back. Okay. I didn't, we didn't know you'd left again. There we go. Oh, All right. was asking me a question. I gotcha. Okay. Was it about D&D? &D? No, it certainly was not. <laughs> okay, one of the uh, carpets uh, flies off of a banister and comes straight for one of you. Was it just about the D? I wish. <laughs> Wait, was the question about the D? That's what I was saying. Oh, I thought you were asking if the carpet was about the D. I was like, got it. I hope not. <laughs> That's going to chafe. It, uh, it flies straight at Sawbones since he was the one uh, touching the body and attacks him. All right, I've seen Aladdin. That's not how this shit works. Twenty-one to hit. It's supposed to be my new best friend. Yeah, it is me. Also, Danny, where's my skeleton? Like the Arabian day. More often than not, it's hotter than hot. good ways. There you go. Ha ha. Yeah, as Aladdin fans a kid. I was a huge Aladdin fan. My dad never bought it a single movie like from the store. Like He always recorded them on VHS. That was the only movie he ever bought because I made him rent it like 20 times. That's funny. Well, that right. was just an investment. 21 to hit <laughs> on all sawbones. Yeah, hits me. <laughs> all right. Uh... All right. Uh, the upside is that you can't suffocate. So, isn't that true? You don't have to breathe. Yeah, I don't have to breathe. All right, but so, you are... but I have to make a DC thirteen check. Uh, on your on your turn to try to escape, you can do that. Yeah. Oh. Um, you are restrained, blinded, and if you breathe, you'd be at risk of suffocation. All right. Um, 
Marster. There is a rug wrapped around Salvos. It's uh, now he's a mossy, hairy carpet. Lord. It's uh, it's sharing the same space with him, but I'm not going to stick it in that in that square. Well, if you're going to go around it, I guess I will. Here, it's on the same same square as him. Oh, okay, all right. I guess I'm just going to try to punch it a couple of times. I don't want to hit it with my sword. All right. Um, you punch it and miss as it and Sawbones uh, flail about wildly. All right. Try to punch it again. Uh, you punch it and hit. Uh, Sawbones takes uh, three points of damage from the hit. Ow, you okay? Error. Error. Ow. Error. Crap. <laughs> How many points of damage did I take, Danny? Seven? Three. 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 Okay. <laughs> Are we going to have to try to grapple this thing? It's probably a good observation, yeah. All right, Vorthax. Uh, I'm no good at grappling. <laughs> but I could shock the crap out of him. Uh, negative. Are you sure? Maybe set it on fire. Uh, he's going to take, da- he's gonna take you, damage, too. Why don't you hold your initiative... Let him wrestle out and then do something. Yeah, what I'm going to do is I'll just move over there next to it and I will try to help Sawbones wrestle free. So I'm going to take the help action. All right. There you go. Old Sawbones. All right. What do I have to roll to try to escape? Um, Athletics or acrobatics? Lennox, you managed to pull the rug off of you. Hold on. And uh, toss it to the side. I'm going to say it goes. To here. It's right here against the doorway. Thank God you got that thing off you before Vortex punched you again. Oh, also at the start of your turn, uh, you took damage from that. My bad. How much? Four? Uh, twelve. You took twelve damage. I'd prefer the four. As it whipped and beat you all over the place. Twelve damage? Yep. I see nine. <laughs> yeah, plus three. Twelve. Okay. All right. Now Gimble. you're out of there. Yeah. Let's kill this thing. Okay. I'll move over here. And I'm going to launch a firebolt at this jerk. Ugh. <coughs> All right, seven is a miss. It uh, misses it, but it catches some of the other stuff on fire in there. Nice. Well, there you go. And then I'm going to have the skeleton 
move and attack. All right. Do you have like a short sword action I can roll for him, or can you roll it? If you hold the shift button and double click on him, it should pop up a sheet for you, and you can click on any of the stuff. Oh, look at that. Uh, he has help from Sawbones, but that's still only a 10 to hit. So that'll be a mess, unfortunately. It is the rug's turn. Having that's had... the first time I've ever heard that in the D&D session. <laughs> <laughs> Having had little or no success uh, smothering Sawbones, it jumps forwards and uh, attempts to wrap itself around Vorthax. Ah! Uh, but it misses with an eight. It ends up just kind of slapping him ineffectually about the head and shoulders. Actually, it's it's grime on the... All right, uh, Marster. All right. So if I drag the short sword thing out here onto the map, will that create a shortcut? A short sword thing? Like you... No. No. It seems like it would. Man, that, seems, that would be super easy. Okay, never mind. I'll just do it anyway. Here we go. Uh, are you going to attacking uh, Sawbones? Oh, or... God. No, the carpet. Uh, well, you're going to have to move. Oh, I can't see. You can't see. Oh, there it is. Sorry. There it is. Okay, got it. There you go. All right. Uh, Actually, sorry, right, right here, right here. So I can have it in. All right. Well, I mean, it did make a difference. You get the bonuses either way. Because uh, we're doing gang up rules, remember? Oh, yeah. Sorry. 23 is a hit, and you splash a hole on it. Someone would be shocked if they cared about this room. All right. Vorthax, on the other hand, thinks. Okay. Vorthax, on the other hand, is thinking that's exactly why you don't buy rugs. They just get ripped up that easy. Yep. <laughs> Such a waste of money. Stick with the hardwood. All right. All right. Uh, you hit with a 20, but uh, for some reason, punching a rug just seems to knock the dust off of it. Come on, man. What? We said we talked about this before we played. We're going to add in uh, resistance to damage where it makes sense. I mean, maybe my punch was so strong it went through the rug. <laughs> maybe you just punched the hole you with your short swords or didn't. You're not oh. quite Chuck Norris yet. <laughs> I mean, that was a good roll. That's all I'm saying. So, 15, that's a good roll. All right. Uh, is that it for Marster? What did you guys do? Where's the, where's the donkey, by the way? We left him at the entrance. Okay. All right, Vorthax. Vorthax uh, rubs his palms together, grabs a hold of this uh, rug, and shoots it with some lightning. Zap. Yeah. Ah! He, he said you just give him a static touch. He zaps him for one point of damage. Uh, it... Uh, so did you, like you rub your feet continuously on the rugs to like build up, <laughs> to build up a charge? It didn't work. I've got claws. 
Plus, you've got a body right directly underneath you that you were rubbing your feet on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I also step backwards, and since I hit him, he does not have reaction. Is that shocking grasp or something? Does that? Yeah. Gotcha. All right. Uh, old saw bones. It's your turn. Right. I'm going to uh, extend my arm blade and attack for three. All right, and you uh, slice through the hole that uh, Marsha already made, and the rug collapses limply to the ground in two pieces. Good thing thing I zapped that for you. Yeah, actually it was, because that was exactly how many hit points I had left, was three. (laughs) (laughs) All right, you guys have successfully defeated the rug of doom. Which obviously almost as fun as that time was we fought the broom. Oh, that was epic! <laughs> yeah, and uh, so same page had, all over again. So you've already checked off broom. So if you had a rug on your inanimate object enemy bingo card, go ahead and make a mark. Holy crap! We wouldn't survive a bed bath and beyond. <laughs> no, who would? All right. <clears throat> So All right, we're going to search this, this stall, I think. So, First of all, take all the equipment off the body. <clears throat> well, let's take it back to the donkey. I'm going to put down some uh, baubles around the cart uh, that if they get moved, they'll set off an alarm. Okay, around the, the donkey. Gotcha. Um, all right, so uh, you check his body for stuff. Is that what you're doing? Yeah, because we had to bring back the equipment. Yeah, the rugs, you guys realize when you get in there, uh, when you start looking at those, they're all pretty much ruined from water damage somehow. Um, <clears throat> he has a uh, scrap of paper with the numbers 39238 written on it. <clears throat> it is 39238. And he also has a uh, a potion in his knapsack. You may want to dip a pinky in there. Um, I open it you know, and I might have a chance. I'll try it. I'll do an analysis. All right. You have alchemist tools, you says. Yeah, that's true. That is correct. All right. So you're able to quickly discern that it is a potion of healing. <clears throat> Ooh. He apparently did not have a chance to drink it while being smothered to death by a rug. Uh, let's let Matt have that one since he keeps collapsing. Any challenges? Look, it only happened one time. It happens to everybody. It's pretty much the curse of playing a level one monk. Best thing to do is just have him tie it to the side of his face with the nozzle already in his mouth. That way he can just hit it if he goes down. <laughs> probably, probably a good idea. Okay. All right. So, looking around this room, did we find anything else besides his dead body? Uh, nope. Just that and the ruined carpets. So you guys are taking his body back to the to the donkey to the donkey for now. Yeah. Okay. Um, Bones basically just grabs him by the ankle and just drags the body toward the the mule. I don't know if everybody's going to like that. 
odd that uh, he was here without the rest of his party. I'm going to stealthily walk and look in this room over here. Order my skeleton to go ahead. All right. <clears throat> uh, yeah, this room is pretty much uh, just kind of like ruined garbage, as far as you can tell in there. Not even worthy so, of a roll. Uh, you can roll it. Perception. Yeah, it looks like it was just uh, like books and things like that that have all just been either uh, ripped apart or <clears throat> ruined by water, that kind of thing. Okay. Looks like it's been searched through multiple times. All right. All right, then. So do you guys want to stop there? Do you want to search one or two more rooms? Time is it? 1026. I could, I could do one more room. Yeah, search another sure. room. All right, why don't you go move a chess piece and summon whatever that is so we can fight it. <laughs> uh, no, let's not do that. Um... <laughs> I'm all about it. I got my mage <laughs> hand crackling, ready to go. Well, that's the only two. Well, I mean, that is the only question mark. Everything else is pretty much unknown at this point. Or unmarked. Let's get it. I can have the skeleton pick up the chest piece. Could. Because the only way through right now is through these weird looking tunnels. Tunnels, yeah. And then there's one more room to look in. So I guess, alright, let's do this. I'll go look in the next room. The one that's been next out. Did we look in the Miller's room that was X'd out? No, we didn't. On that map, it looks like there's a little uh, room over here somewhere. 22 in this room, Danny. Okay. Um, as you walk up to this room, <clears throat> it's called Grand Attire. It's got a bunch of clothes and stuff in there. Um, uh, yeah. There's a suit of armor in there. What? It's like sure it's not enchanted. What kind of armor is it? Uh, like plate mail. What? Really? Mm -hmm. Can anyone wear it? I'm not interested. I can't wear it. Brandon? Uh, I'm a uh, I don't think too, so I'm not sure I can wear a plate. Well, Warforged can take it back and sell it. Can they? They can. They yeah, just yeah. We wear uh, armor. We just integrate it to the body. Yeah. I mean, we could take it back and sell it. There's a good chunk of money. All right, I'll have the skeleton go get the armor. All right, move him in there. All right. When he uh, walks in there, it, the suit of armor starts to move. It. Uh, it walks around him. Let me. It actually walks around him. <laughs> Doesn't let him Guys. grab it. Grabs some clothes off the shelf and comes back and starts holding them up to the skeleton. It's uh, 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 Ooh, th it compliments your eyes beautifully. Purple <laughs> is very much the in thing this year. <laughs> <laughs> 
Wow. Dude, I'm going to step in there. Okay. Hey, uh, can you help me out with the outfit? But of course. It, uh, it hands the, uh, the moldy purple clothes to the skeleton who takes them, not looking confused, back at Gimbal. <laughs> <laughs> and goes over and uh, grabs some halfling clothes from the, from the back back here. Brings them. Where are you? You got to move in here. Oh, yeah. Sorry. <clears throat> he, bring, he brings them over, over to you. I mean, they were probably nice at one point, but they are kind of moldy and stuff at this point and, uh, and holds them up to you. Green really goes with your complexion. Would you like to try it on? And it uh, like waves a hand towards there's some some stalls back here to try clothes on. Uh, yeah, sure. Oh gosh, <laughs> hard to hand the stuff to you. Mm. Are we actually going to try them on? No. Okay. As <laughs> guys come out after me, I say, uh, yeah, it's nice, but um, I think I'll just keep looking around and, and come back in there. All right, it, it's like walking around, kind of tidying up and stuff. It takes the clothes back from you and has one of those boards, you know, to fold fold the clothes with and folds them back up and puts them back <laughs> on the shelf. Man, is there any way we could uh, try to bring this thing with us? Kind of convert it to programming. I don't know, Danny. I mean, what is it? Is look it like, like a war, is it a warforged or is it enchanted armor? It's enchanted armor. I was gonna say. I mean, we could try to use our tinkering ability on it. Uh, you think you'd probably have to uh, like find some way to uh, shut it down first and then uh, try to change it and re-enchant it and all that mess. It'd be possible. Like The, the easiest thing to do was if you had some kind of anti-magic, something you could attach to it so that it would just turn into regular armor until you got it somewhere else. He is very accommodating. Maybe he'll just tell you how. Do you have a name, good sir? I am Helper. Helper, um, how long have you been here? Oh, all day. Oh, boy. Wonderful weather. All right. Yeah, good deal, Helper. <laughs> he walks back over to the skeleton. Would you like to try those on? All right, I'm going to check this place over here out real quick. Um, I'll recite the five-digit code to him. Yeah. 39238. He looks very confused. Well, as far as a as, as you know, a helmet with no eyes or anything, kind of cocks his head <laughs> sideways. his head. Are those your measurements? I can find you something in the back. No, you can shut down. Very well. He goes back to the skeleton. Are you going to try those on? <laughs> I should oh, uh, make. <coughs> at this point, uh, sawbones. <clears throat> You're standing there next to the uh, to the fountain. A, uh, a suddenly a glowing elf in flamboyant clothes winks into being right next to you. Welcome to the Fireweave Bazaar. Oh shit! Fire is our. It, then it flickers, then repeats itself. Welcome to the Fireweave Bazaar. Your attire is our our. our, our 
Dude, move out of the way before you bring down everything on us. Let's start mm. something again. Welcome to the Fireweave Bazaar. You're a tired. Dude, move. Bones uh, steps back. Okay, it, it uh, winks out and stays winked out. You step back. All right, I'm checking out that first stall that had an X next to it. I'm just going to look in there and see what I see. Um, looks like it had uh, like salt and stuff in there, but it's been ruined with rain or water of some sort anyway. All right, guys. I think this is... We're going to have to go through the tunnels to find anything out. We could go play chess. Vortex is all about that. Fine. Let the skeleton play chess. All right. Here, I'll walk in here. Come on. I'm going to wait till you guys are here first. Come on. <laughs> all right, so you guys are all going back to um, the, what's the name of this? The Dragon's Horde. Yeah, I'm going to check out the, the chess board. <laughs> see you what are. I see. Yeah, I'm going to see what I see. All right, when you get get there and start looking at it, you, you get the same uh, feelings. You get a feeling of uh, protectiveness and of uh, something not wanting you to, to be in here messing with stuff. Any kind of roll I can make? Perception? Yeah, you can make a perception roll. Religion? I mean, you can make a religion roll, too, yeah. I mean, would that be applicable? Gimbal made a perception roll. Was he in there, too, or was that earlier? Oh, that was I early. think that was earlier. It was earlier. It is not. I get the same bonus on both. I'll just do percent. Um, with a critical success, you do notice something. You spot a uh, small dragon-like creature uh, crawling furtively around on the top of one of the shelves. Uh, hey there. Uh, let's see. Gives you a uh, a confused feeling back when you say "Hey there" to it. I just raise my hands to look up at it and say, "We mean no harm." And just kind of cocks its head head to the side. You see, it's holding was... like a it's holding like a little small shiny um, uh, figurine of some sort in one of its claws. Do you, can, um, I, can I come closer? Can I approach? Uh, you just get uh, like a feeling. Bone of, comes up and uh, like, repeats sure. what he's saying in Draconic. <laughs> Do you hear me, Danny? Yeah, yeah. So it's up over here on top of the shelf next to. Well, next to Bones. It's all Bones just showing up. Uh, Basically, I ask is like, um, can you understand me? While speaking in Draconic. Um, it, uh, <clears throat> you, get a, you get a feeling of uh, like peace or, or something like that. Like, uh, makes okay. it like but the way it was reacting to uh, Marster, you think that it understood him as well, though. Okay. I feel like is if we a, don't, is it a like... chess piece that it has in its claw? No, it's one of the other little knickknacks from the from here. It's got a, got in its claw. 
like all the shiny like baubles and knickknacks in, in here don't have dust on them. Based on the fact that he's like carrying one around, you figure he must like uh, carry those around or you know mess with them in some way on a regular basis. Yeah, hey, buddy, like um... obviously like his little treasure room. Yeah. Do you want to come with us, man, or do you want to stay here? Uh, you get a like a feeling of contentedness from here, from him. All right. Hey, um, did anybody else come through here? We're looking for some friends. Um, you get a uh, a sense that uh, trespassers have been here, kind of thing. Like, uh, but but that's pretty much it. All right. Live in peace, little buddy. And uh, let's see. Does anybody have anything uh, shiny on them? Let's see. Like the if it if it uh, sees like the shiny hilt of a sword or anything, it uh, starts looking at that, and you get a sense of curiosity from it. I got a silver arrow. Silver arrow. I mean, we all have silver arrows. Uh, yeah. You want a silver arrow? Now, do you show it to him? Yeah. It, uh, you get a sense of excitement and curiosity out of it when it sees that. Yeah. I just hold it out. And he, uh, you hold it out high enough for him to just grab it while he's on the shelf, or yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. He kind of tentatively grabs it and like uh, sits back on his haunches and looks at it, moves it around and stuff. It's all yours if you want it. Uh, yeah, you get a happiness sense from him. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Just remember, hey, we're friends. All right. It, uh, it, you get another se- a happy sense from it. It's like, um, ask him, can you help us find our friends? Uh, confusion after that. Do you know where the other trespassers went? Um, let's see. Uh, you get a feeling of, uh, of loss, like something's just just left or gone. Oh, they took something from you. Uh, no, uh, you get another feeling that that's like, uh, like confusion or uh, you know that's not right. Uh, they came here, but they left. Yeah, you get a sense that that's that's what I was trying to tell you. All right. Um, do you have a name? Um, <laughs> you get a uh, um, something, an idea that's like uh, wind blowing through the desert. Desert wind. It, it kind of like cocks its head to the side, like that's sort of sort of close. Dry wind. <laughs> I don't know. Hot wind. Scorching wind. The, it uh, sort of like nods a little bit when uh, Sawbones says that. What'd you say? Scorching wind. Scorching wind. I hate when that happens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Burns a little bit. Yeah. Well, well, meant scorching wind. He's not wearing like a collar or anything, is he? Um, he is not. No. 
All right, well, I guess we'll head out from here and head towards the tunnels. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so you guys leave? Yeah. yeah. Uh, you all, even after you leave, you still kind of have that, uh, that uh, tickling feeling in the back of your heads after you leave, as though uh, he's still in uh, connection with you. Hmm. There for a while. All right. So we'll stop there tonight. I think that's a good place to stop before you guys go through the, the weird tunnels, wherever it is you call them. Mm-hmm. Right. They're weird, like Cthulhu-esque looking. Oh, um, Vorthax, let's see. You said it looked like on the map that there was a, a, another room over here? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, when you looked right here, about right here on the wall, there's actually a sign that says there's a small steel door and it's set into the wall there and it's embossed with the Gorgon seal of House Caneth, a sign above it reads, Maintenance Compartment. Oh, yeah, there is a small room there. Good call, man. All right. Uh, does that compartment look like it's closed? Well, equipment for the night. Yeah, the, the still door is closed. For sure. Yeah, we, we can check it out. So uh, you, you guys know that House Caneth is the house of making? So they make like uh, magical things. Yeah, I definitely want to go in there. All right, well we'll check that out then at the beginning of next session. Yes. Alrighty. Sounds good. It's a slow turn, man, but we'll get there. <laughs> hey, you had a you had a life or death fight with a rug. Yeah. We sure yeah. Carpets, man. We lived and it died. It's true. If it ever was really alive. It was it was a near mm. thing for uh, for Sawbones. He took some serious damage between you punching yeah. him and uh, the carpet <laughs> whacking him. <laughs> I was hoping that like maybe it was thick enough that the, it would absorb the punch. Yeah. <laughs> something absorbed the punch. <laughs> the punch was absorbed. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Sorry about that. Uh, All right, everybody. All right, guys. Join us next time. Have a good night. See you guys.